You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smartest Guys in Marketing podcast here with your host, Chris Evans, and the man, T-Money Welch. The myth, the legend. What up, T-Nizzle? T-Nizzle? Man, just over here living the dream. I've got a giant double shot on my desk. I'm just trying to make it last as long as possible. Well, don't make it last too long. It'll get watered down. It's a great day. It's a great week. It's a great month. It's a great quarter. It's a great <laughs> year. What are Dude, we I'm in my about? new office. I'm in my new office. We got to say that first. Yeah, and show us around a little bit. If you're blessed enough to see the video of this, then you can see my office. I'm not set up yet, but you guys can – oh, wrong way. It's got <laughs> windows. I've got two full walls of windows. Check this out. My gosh. Oh, that's a lamp right there. I got all my furniture right here. New furniture coming. Dude, I just feel creative in this space. I feel inspired. I'm I feel pumped. like I'm really proud of you, Chris. I just want to take a moment to say this publicly. Because for as long as I've known you, you have been the cheapest SOB I have ever known. Ever. Oh, man. I mean, dude, one, the first time I rolled up into Chris's office, he was driving me from the airport, and I thought he was taking me to kill me somewhere. <laughs> we were driving through swamps and, like, beat up mobile homes. And then there's this barn, and it's like, all right, here we are. <laughs> it's like, bro, you got to upgrade. you got to upgrade your life. It's like he looks out, and there are stray cats and homeless men smoking outside his office. I'm like, oh, dude, you got to fix this. So I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. It is some some money, dude. It's I mean it's it's legit. Like your environment does really affect how you perform. Absolutely, hundred percent. We were. I'm uh, pretty. I'm pretty sure I've already made us a hundred grand just being in this office in two days. I think it inspires me too because I'm like, oh, Chris is up in his game. I need to up my game. I remember we when we uh we ran a seven figure business from Starbucks on laptops. We hung out with a guy named Jason. He's a buddy of ours. And he was like, you guys need to like upgrade your working space. And we were like, huh? What does that mean? What? Get a nice desk, get some monitors, get some furniture, some plants. Plants. You do have a plant though. I do. I have a tiny little shrub up there at the, at the top. You can barely see it, but it's there. It's there. All right, let's get in. Let's get into let's it today because we got some go, good dude. stuff to talk about. We're talking about yeah. how to be an overnight how to be success. An overnight success. Bro, I said it first. You heard it I first it better, from Taylor. <clears throat> and yeah, this is inspired People are like, by what the hey are you talking about? I mean, it's true. You really don't have to work hard to be a success. It's easy. Anybody can do it. All you have to do is party, drink hack a lot of funnels. alcohol, hack some funnels. And if you use ClickFunnels, you can just copy people verbatim and nobody cares. It's awesome. No, I was, uh, can I tell them how this story came about? Yeah. Or like how we got this topic. So last night I was uh, sitting at home with my wife and she was watching, 
she loves old, dumb, <laughs> cheesy videos and movies. It's like the movies that you can't even find anymore because people don't sell like VCRs, but they're on Netflix for whatever reason. And so she's watching this. And I'm just like tuning out, scrolling through Instagram. And I just started scrolling through her Instagram like several years ago. And I found this picture of us on date night. And she is, uh, she's like, after a long day at work, Taylor picked up my favorite food <laughs> and we're having, having a dinner, love married life. <laughs> and, and it's me oh, sitting man. in the floor and I had just picked up Taco Bell. That's her favorite food. <laughs> and I was just like, what in the world? I mean, this is like, you know, let me, let me tell you what the date is on this. Okay. April 24th, 2013. This is about four years ago. And this is our date night. We don't have any, we don't have a kitchen table. We don't have a coffee table. We have no furniture. We just moved into our new apartment. Somebody gave us a couch. We have no money. You can afford furniture. We have freaking no money, y'all. Like nothing. The, my wife's favorite food is Taco Bell, if that tells you anything. Like we're poor. We are freaking poor. And my wife is so amazing. She's like, she just takes everything like a champ. And she's like, oh, I love my husband. He works so hard. He makes like $10 a week. <laughs> oh, um, and it was just like a weird moment when I was just like grateful. And I was like, man, in four years, what we've been able, and you have the same exact stories, Chris, like being from where you're at. And I don't want to talk about this all the time because this podcast is not just about money, but we live in a day and age where you can become good at something, offer an incredible service, and very, very quickly build something great. And I don't really mean overnight. This is a, four years ago. Yeah. But comparatively to old school, four yeah. years is insane. Yeah. Yeah, and just the ability of <clears throat> being able to move quickly in today's world. Um, and compared to those old school guys like Rockefeller and Carnegie and uh, you know, all those dudes who George Bush, <laughs> George senior, <laughs> it took decades and decades for them to build something amazing. And in today's world, we have, we have the ability and the opportunity to be agile. Um, and we have information essentially at light speed, like anything we want to know just like that, basically we can get it. Um, and so I, you know, it's, it's unfortunate. You see so many people who just complain. Yeah. Like case in point, I had some guys who were moving my furniture from my old office to my new office. And they were just like, I heard them just grumbling and complaining. And it's just, it's, it blows my mind that people, the mindset that they have across the board, they don't realize, or if they do, they're just morons, but they don't realize the opportunity that, that they have. Like, it doesn't matter really who you are, right? Everybody, for the most part, especially in the Western world, has the same opportunity, right? Um, and one thing that for me, and we've, we've been talking about this with our clients, the biggest thing that you have to do, I think, and what's really important is for you to live in gratitude. Yes. Extremely important because when you go back and you look side by side, the old school guys, the guys before internet, the guys before telephones who, you know, put their family name on the line. 
right? We've talked about this a little bit before. And they had the potential to lose everything and to shame their family, right? right? To where these days it doesn't take that much. Like you can spend a few thousand dollars on Facebook and figure out a business that works, right? So yeah. how would you change your life to be an overnight success? What yeah, well, I've got, I've got four points, but I just wanted to tell, I just want to actually amplify what you just said because I think there are some people who, maybe listening to this and they're like, guys gets in the meat and potatoes, living gratitude, blah, blah, blah. Woo woo. And it's like, dude, I don't, the last three weeks for us have been crazy. We've, Insanity, we've yeah. gotten ad accounts banned for no reason whatsoever. There's stupid glitches with like the Facebook bots. We've got, we've had travel. We've had to move staff people around. We've had to, I mean, you're in a, when you're in business for yourself, you're in a never ending constant stream of problems that you have to solve. And if you, for a moment, lose your ability to be grateful for that, your brain will shut down and you will give up. So I don't want people looking at this like, oh, living gratitude, like this philosophical woo woo thing. No, this is a hard and fast tactical advantage that you can build and create over your competition just by thinking the proper way about the problems that you have in business. Right. And I just yeah. heard somebody in their car being like, that's not that important. And I want to freaking bitch slap you right now through the speakers and step off. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And I think because a lot of times if you look at it this way, someone getting an ad account shut down or their ad disapproved or their ad not working, like that's Goliath. That's the view that they have. Right. But when you, when you flip it and you're like, Oh my God, I'm grateful that I can actually run an ad and reach millions of people all over the world in a split second, it changes your perspective yeah. to where you just don't care. It's like, okay, yeah, I get an ad shut down. Who gives a frick? I got an ad account <laughs> shut down or uh, whatever. I have dude. the ability to reach people all over the freaking world. So we were on a call yesterday and one of our clients is like, talk about having to trust the process, you know, cause we were talking about, the old days it's like today you can throw an ad on Facebook and maybe your account does get shut down, but at least you learn data from that about what not to do. Back in the day, that process was like, you write a letter, put it on a ship, sink, you know, sail it across the Atlantic. It catches on fire and sinks. Everybody dies and you have no way of knowing. <laughs> it was like compare and contrast seriously. Yeah. yeah. All right. So four things that, that I've jotted down and, uh, that me and Chris have both experienced. And these are just kind of four 30,000 feet views of what you need to do to get going. Um, especially if you're at the beginning of your journey, the first thing is just mentally recalibrate. It never gets old. How funny it is to me when people want something and they literally want it overnight. They don't want to work for it. They're frustrated because they just started doing the right things last Thursday and it's Tuesday and it's not working yet. And so they're trying to figure out something else to do. Yeah. It's going to cost you not just money. It's going to cost you time. It's going to cost you friends. It's going to cost you weekends, not being a Debbie Downer, but I'm saying, you know, I, Chris, I looked at our salary. Now we make 16 times my yearly salary four years ago in a month. Yeah. That didn't come because we just decided to goof off and not learn anything and not work hard. It costs us time. It costs us, you know, we had to follow the process. You're going to have to say no to things 
that you're currently saying yes to. And I think that mental recalibration is important. You got to remind yourself what you're working towards and you just get to pick the lesser of two evils. You get to say no to people on Friday night because you want to go read a book. Is that the lesser of two evils? Or is not being able to pay your rent or not being able to take a vacation because you don't have the right systems and you don't know what you don't know? Which is the lesser of two evils? It's pretty obvious to me. Yeah. You've gone through the same thing. Yep. Anything to add to that? No, man. It's good. Number two, pick an area first, then learn to love it. What's wrong with the advice of do what you love? I think it's all based on emotions, <clears throat> which if you do stuff based on emotions, you're not going to get very far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you're going to make stupid decisions. And a lot of times stuff that you love, uh, you know, it's not necessarily profitable. I just want to like lay on the pool and then like people take pictures of me and then me make a million dollars. I just want to start an Instagram account. Sticking my travel, out. travel, and people. I just want to blog about food. Look, when people literally get genuinely confused, like I had a friend, a buddy here in Nashville. Uh, this is a couple weeks ago. He was like, he was like, I mean, I'm just trying to make it work, and like I love it, but, um, like you're lucky, because like you love copywriting, and that's like what you get paid. And I was like, excuse me. Hell no, 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 Hell no. Nah. <laughs> like, I didn't like copywriting when I got started. And people get so surprised, like deer in headlights, just looking at me like, what? Well, you don't like copy? No, and I didn't like copy when I started. I saw an area where I felt like I could learn and master and offer value. And I just mm-hmm. went all in and decided I was going to get good. And as I got better and better and better, I loved it more and more and more. So where now, I love copy. I love marketing, but it didn't start that way. Yeah. You know what I love to do back in the day? I love to play keyboard. Well, I wasn't making any money with that. So I had to learn a skill that could actually create abundance for me and my family. And yeah. then now I love it. Yeah. I love that I can pay my bills and take my family to Turks and Caicos. <laughs> That's what I love. So for me to do that, I had to go through the fire and hell to get there. Because I had to learn new stuff and that's never comfortable. That's never easy, right? Especially becoming the best in the world. Yep. Cool. Agreed. Next. Next thing, environment. Dude, we talk a lot about this. Yeah. We opened it up with this. So funny story. (laughs) My wife hears us talk about environment. My wife is a business owner. And she's great. And she's so sweet and loving. Sweetest and person ever. She is so sweet. She would literally, she, she has given, when, we, when she first started her business here in Nashville, I remember getting upset with her because she started over a business. She had like $300 and she gave like 250 of it away to someone who needed it. And I was like, babe, you run a business. You got to freaking stop that until you have more money. And she's like, I just felt like I needed to. It's like, you're the best person I've ever met. Anyways. Yesterday, she was like acting frustrated. <laughs> Dude, this is amazing. I was like, what's wrong with you? And she's like, you just know what you talk about? Like, my habitat hasn't been right. <laughs> I was like, you mean environment? <laughs> she's like, yeah. I was oh, like, babe, man. you're not a, 
a giraffe <laughs> in a zoo with your habitat. Same thing, habitat, that. environment. Yeah, let's talk about environment for a second. Yeah, I think there's physical environment. I think there's like psycho environment, like the people that you're talking to, the people that you're hanging around. Uh, but for example, with my office, dude, just like literally the second I walk in here, I feel good. I feel like yeah. I'm on top of the world because I'm, you know, I'm up really high. Um, <laughs> you're up four stories, bro. Let's not bro. exaggerate the story. Bro, like you can fall for... out of your, you can fall out of your window and land on your feet and be fine. <laughs> you're not that high. That's, that's probably not the case. But you know, it just feels good, dude. Like it's wide open. It's bright. Um, I just feel good, and so that propels me to want to work and be totally. focused and be creative. Um, as opposed to my old office where there literally were stray cats outside of my office, like people smoking and uh, you know, so there's a, there's a, a moment where when you're surrounding yourself with the right people, you're in the right environment, um, things that you're doing are lending to success or they represent success or they represent abundance. Um, it really propels you to do the right things. Like, you know, my, my grandmother or my wife's grandmother posted about the new house we bought on Facebook. And I said, yep, don't come. She's like, Oh, I want to come see you guys. Like, don't come until we redo the kitchen. She's like, you mean the second kitchen, right? Because the first kitchen is amazing. And yes, the new house has two kitchens, but Jeez. we are, I was like, no, we're going to like totally gut our current kitchen because we want it to be the best. We want it to be amazing. Um, and just as much as you can, obviously with wisdom, upgrading your lifestyle. Um, and there's, you know, again, you have to use wisdom and not just be a moron and go get in tons of debt and make stupid decisions. You know, we've talked about this before, but, but, um, it's powerful, man. People don't realize it until they really start thinking about it. And I didn't, I didn't either. Yeah. Well, we also, we spend a, a good bit of money just to travel and be around other people who are doing things like what we're doing, other people who are doing things bigger than what we're doing. And that stuff rubs off on you. Yeah. And uh, you may be like, well, what do you do at the beginning if you like can't afford to travel and you don't have any friends around your current area? Well, you know, that's why, that's why the internet is, is a, a beautiful thing. Like you can connect with people who are all over the world who are doing things yes. that you can learn from and be around. And that's how Chris and I met. And that's how a lot of our friends that we are, have today in this business world, well, we met them online in groups of people and pockets of people where the environment was healthy. And then, you know, that's how, that's how you, it's done. Yeah. So environment is, environment is huge. Um, you can't go from, you know, being homeless to being like a seven figure business owner balling out and have the exact same friends, the same routines, the same habits, read the same things. It's not possible. You can't grow in a static environment. Yep. You got to fix that. Um, this fourth thing I think is like just kind of like an add-on bullet, but people are like, when we tell people, you know, make investments in yourself and like become obsessed with learning information. I think one of the most common pushbacks we hear is like, well, what if, I mean, isn't that risky? It's like, dude, everything's risky. This is this question. And when people want something guaranteed, when they want like a guaranteed result, it comes from them lacking proper perspective. 
Yeah. <clears throat> what is really guaranteed? Death. Let's just make a list. Taxes. You're gonna you're gonna die. You're gonna have to pay taxes. Yeah. I mean, there's really the only things that are guaranteed are not that great. And so I think that people have the wrong view of risk, and risk is largely mitigated by action. Um, largely mitigated by action. It, being able to take action is going to protect you from the downside of risk. And when I got started, when Chris got started, we spent a lot of money. We still spend a lot of money. But for us at the time, it was like stupid a lot of money. Like I'm talking, I had an Amex with a $6,000 limit and I bought a $7,000 program split into three payments. That amount. Like yeah. if I don't make this back, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, everybody should do that all the time, but I am saying that if you want crazy results and crazy growth, you're not going to be able to get away with getting that without taking some crazy risks and actions, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We've actually had quite a few clients do that. Um, one guy that we talk about quite a bit, Ryan, he went out and got a credit card. He was only making like 2,500 a month and within, what was it 90 days, four months, he was doing 20 to 30 grand a month in revenue. But like the 20 difference, to 300 million a month. <laughs> the difference between Ryan and a lot of people is they would do that and think that what we're talking about is a magic bullet where really it requires guidance and then a lot of work, a lot of action, right? And that was the same with you. Dude, your feet were held to the fire when you hired your first coach. Like you had to come up, you had to get that money you know, to pay off that credit card. So you were pushed to figure it out and make it happen. Absolutely. And that's the difference. People don't do that. They just think because they sign up with a coach or they buy a product, like there's some emotional thing that happens where they have some fulfillment. Like, oh, I feel good now, right? Because that potential, like I see that potential, but they're forgetting the action. And when I was doing, when I was doing like really successful launches, dude, that was common all the time people get so worked up and they get so emotional they they make this purchase of this course they think that that is going to change their lives where the part they forgot was actually taking action right so 100 percent. all right boom boom is that it mic drop that's all i got all right see you guys boom dizzle peace this is the podcastfactory.com.